This is a Spoonyville podcast, chronically candid conversations, and I'm your host, Morgan Green. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back. Today, we are going to talk about something that I'm currently dealing with right this second, allergies. So I've suffered from allergies all of my life, or at least as far back as I can remember. And um, this year, I kind of thought I was good and that, oh, maybe I grew out of it because I hadn't suffered. But plot twist this week, these things came with a vengeance like never before. And um, while I was sitting down really thinking about it, I started to put two and two together um, about allergies and its relation to like the immune system and just chronic illness in general. And now I feel like I see allergies as like something just completely new. I don't know. Anyway, so for those of you who aren't allergy sufferers or for those who never really thought about it, um, simply put, an allergy is basically your immune system's reaction to a foreign substance or quote unquote allergen. And it could be anything, something you eat, something you inhale, something that your body touches, something that, you know, you ingest, whatever. Um, whatever happens, whenever you come in contact with the allergen, your body reacts to it in a in an unfavorable manner, you know. So it could cause coughing, sneezing, itchy eyes, runny nose, scratchy throat. Um, in some cases, you know, break out in hives or rashes, change your blood pressure, even in severe cases like cause your throat to swell up and you can't breathe like it's a hot mess out here. Um, so if during today's, you know, episode, you guys hear my throat cracking, it's because my allergies are running amok right now. And I do sincerely apologize. So yeah, back to the topic at hand, allergies, are allergies a chronic illness? I'm gonna go ahead and say it's a yes for me, you know, as I mentioned um, when I started the pod, I wasn't really thinking about it in this light until this year. And I started just to break down the logic of allergies and realizing they're super similar to my other chronic illness, MG. Why? Three reasons. So first, you know, it's an autoimmune response. So your body's responding to a perceived danger or threat similar to my MG. My um, immune system is attacking those uh, transmitters that causes, you know, my muscles for well, that my brain sends to make my muscle move. My body's attacking those signals for whatever reason. So similarity there. Second, um, while there are medications available, so like Zyrtec, Claritin, uh, Zizol, whatever your allergy medicine of choice, there really is no cure for allergies. All you can do is kind of manage to the best of your ability, just like my freaking chronic illness. And third, allergies like chronic illness are often overlooked. So random fact, you know, more than 50 million Americans experience various types of allergies every single year. And allergies are like the sixth leading cause of chronic illness in the U.S. So stick that in your feather. But anyway, there are a rack of allergy types, like a lot. And I didn't even know there were so many in there. I'm trying to go on a blah. Sorry, guys. I'm going to try to categorize them in like a a easy to digest way, but I'm probably going to miss some. 
So if you do suffer with allergies or you think you might suffer with allergies, I suggest you go online and do a little bit of research for yourself. The Asthma and Allergy Foundation of America um, is a really, really good resource and they kind of like break everything down. But like first, you have like your respiratory allergies, which are like seasonal. So spring, summer, fall, winter. There's hay fever, pollen, mold, dust, pet dander, all that stuff. Then you can have like drug allergies. So when you're allergic to different medications, why when you go to the doctor, they're like, are you allergic to anything? Some people are allergic to like aspirin or penicillin or what have you. Excuse me. Um, food allergies. Food allergies are a big one. So you have like allergic to milk, casein, egg, wheat, nut, fish, shellfish, soy, et cetera, et cetera. Like crazy. Um insect allergies so allergic to like bee stings and you can be allergic to roaches i didn't know you could be allergic to roaches i feel like we should all be allergic to roaches honestly uh, dust mites wasp hornets all those things uh skin allergies so when your skin touches something so dermatitis hives poison ivy uh oak sumos different beauty products that we use you have a relationship like you guys my skin is so sensitive so i definitely feel like i have skin allergies i haven't really done the research to see um if there is a particular ingredient that causes these reactions but i have i don't think i told you guys but maybe if you were on my instagram you might have saw a story where i went to get a facial and after the facial my face was crazy and I emailed my esthetician and I was like hey is this supposed to be happening she was like it absolutely is not so yeah everybody's skin is just a little different but yeah a uh, nickel latex certain fabrics like polyester like oh my gosh like the list of allergies is crazy and you can have multiple allergies so if you have one allergy I definitely recommend going in for like an allergy test to kind of narrow down and see exactly what you're allergic to because you don't want to get caught out here slipping, but that's just me. So now I want to get into like some of the treatments for allergies. Um, allergy treatment is kind of based on a couple of different things like your medical history, the severity of symptoms, and also like what you're most comfortable with. I mean, with all chronic illnesses, I feel like this goes along the same lines but the main thing and I know I feel like it goes without saying is to avoid it like I mean it's common sense right if you know you are allergic to nuts I don't recommend you eating nuts but you know sometimes um you can't avoid it or maybe you don't know so then you move on to like some of these other treatments like over-the-counter medication so these are like antihistamines like Benadryl, Claritin, Zyrtec um, that work to kind of block the autoimmune response. I will give a caveat though that like some antihistamines like Benadryl cause extreme drowsiness. So I don't recommend that you pop some of that before like the beginning of the day. If anything, um, you might want to pop that at night so you can get some good rest. But um, when you're shopping, make sure you look for the non-drowsy formula, but it's not that big of a deal. Next, you can look into um, decongestants. So that basically is reducing the swelling in your nasal passages so that you don't sound all stuffy and congested, kind of like I do right now. Um, some over-the-counters actually come with a decongestant in it. So it'll be like the name like Claritin D 
You know what I'm saying? And that comes with it. And those are typically behind the counter at the pharmacy. You just have to show your ID. So whatever the decongestant part is in it, I'm assuming has a little bit, a little extra something, something in it that they just don't like to sell um, on the regular shelves. But whatever, no prescription is needed. So it's still pretty accessible. Then you do get into your prescription medication. So, you know, if you try like the different over-the-counters, because I know I have, and you just don't feel like they're working for you, I would suggest you contact your primary care physician or your allergist. You know, I stand for specialist and um, see if they can prescribe you a little something, something extra. Maybe that might be a combination of steroids, prednisone, even though I do not recommend that. Um, prednisone and something, or maybe like a special nasal spray, or you got to figure out something that'll work for you. Another interesting thing, um, or interesting treatment that they come up with is called allergy immunotherapy. And I'm not sure how many people have done this, but basically you gradually increase your exposure to something until you build up your immunity to it. I don't really know how safe that is. And I guess it depends on how severe your allergy is. But um, I wouldn't recommend doing that on your own. Definitely have a doctor or professional oversee that type of transition. And then in extreme, extreme cases, you have your epinephrine treatment. So that's like an EpiPen or like those emergency shots. Like, you know, if you if you have, especially if you have a food allergy it's important to keep an EpiPen with you or like a bee, you have a beast thing, just something on you. So in case you do come into contact with whatever this um, allergen is, you can go ahead and shoot it on up in you and kind of relieve some of that response until you're able to seek medical attention. Um, then you guys know I live for natural living. <laughs> well, I'm transitioning into trying to live for natural living. But um, so I wanted to also come up with some natural supplements for allergies um, just to kind of boost your immune system. So first thing is vitamin D. You guys know that vitamin D has long been associated with different autoimmune diseases. So why wouldn't you take it for your allergies? And I mean, you don't even have to take these in pill form. A lot of these supplements you can actually find in just everyday foods so just increasing your intake in the things that you eat um so like yeah vitamin d is like in orange juice of all things so don't trip over that but yes vitamin d vitamin c is good and that's like a natural antihistamine actually and it can be found like bell peppers kiwi broccoli strawberries my fave brussels sprouts uh, probiotics. Probiotics are good for boosting your immune system and they also help anti-inflammatory effects. So it can reduce the severity of your immune response. So you can get probiotics on like yogurt and other fermented foods. Now we're going to get into some ones that you may not have heard about like stinging nettle, which is also a natural antihistamine, uh, bromelain, which is mostly found in like pineapples, but it's good for like respiratory distress and inflammation, butter burr. So that's good for like, actually butter burr is often used as a migraine treatment, which I also suffer from, but it's also helpful in treating like nasal allergies. So that decongestant and this runny nose and all that other stuff. So that is my spiel on chronic allergies. Um, I, well, my little brother, 
he has been suffering really, really bad this season. So I've been taking him back and forth to the doctor and getting different tests done. And I've been learning a lot from his allergies, especially. And just in the middle of me dealing with his allergy situation, I started developing like my allergy symptoms. And she told me that right around now or in our area, this is like the worst time for like tree pollen and stuff like that. So yes, uh, your girl is just out of it. Uh, as soon as I finish this and upload this pod, I'm going to take my Zyrtec and lay down for the evening because I definitely don't like feeling like this. But yes, that is all I have to say on allergies. If you have any tips about dealing with allergies, one thing that I have heard that I have not been able to try is that if you get natural honey, like from a beekeeper in your local area, that's supposed to drastically help with um, the reduction of your allergies. So I definitely want to do that. Probably, I mean, clearly allergy season is already here, but next year I definitely want to try that um, to see if it actually works because this is just not for me. And I just don't want to take have to take another pill on top of everything else that I'm taking. But Yes. If you have any other tips that you're using to treat your allergies or, you know, any other supplements that we should be looking out for, anything like that, please reach out to me. I hope that if you do suffer with allergies, that you're being kind and compassionate and taking care of yourself. And I will talk to you guys next week. Until then, be you.